Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. As we discuss the border being a main topic going on, at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, none is greater than China. Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gordon Chang joins us right now. Gordon G. Chang, C-H-A-N-G, on Twitter. He's the author of The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S.-China Tech War. And Gordon, it's good to see you. Is the fight that Americans should worry about a tech one or a physical one, and maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, is the fight inevitable? The, nothing is inevitable, Tony, but with the drift and the momentum now, yes, it looks like the fight will be a kinetic war and across the board struggle with China. Uh, it doesn't have to be a kinetic war, um, but we know the Chinese are preparing for one. Um, Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, picked his war cabinet in October. He's sponsoring the biggest military buildup since the Second World War. He's trying to sanction-proof his regime, and most ominously, he is mobilizing China's civilians for war. And really what this means is that we have an administration that doesn't want to acknowledge any of that, which means we're not preparing to defend ourselves, which means that this is a disaster of historic proportions on the way. But when you use the term kinetic, just so we're all on the same page here in terms of the terminology, you mean an actual physical fight it out kind of war. Most often when we hear these things, we hear about the further push for hegemony uh, in, in the region. This is why they go after Taiwan, why they build out the Spralty Islands, things like that. We hear about cyber warfare, attacks on power grids, attacks on, on, on not only electric grids, but on oil and, and things like that. When you say kinetic, sir, you're talking about an actual fist fight. Yeah, World War II, you know, that type of thing. Um, China has a doctrine of unrestricted warfare, which means that they can use any tactic they believe that, that will make them prevail in a long-term struggle with or without a kinetic war. And they've actually declared a people's war, quote-unquote, on us. May 2019, People's Daily, the most authoritative publication in China, did that. When People's Daily speak, it's China speaking. And we Americans, we don't want to acknowledge that. But we know that China is killing Americans. So, for instance, China is behind the fentanyl gangs. In a total surveillance state, China knows exactly what's going on. They, um, the Chinese state banks launder money for the fentanyl gangs. Chinese diplomats support the fentanyl gangs. You know, when we have the numbers for last year, it's going to be more than 80,000 Americans have died from doses of illegal Chinese fentanyl. That is murder. The Chinese regime wants Americans to die. So we're not acknowledging that. When we have all these discussions, that we know Biden talks about fentanyl. He doesn't mention the word China. He's not defending the United States. He's failing to discharge his most important and solemn constitutional duty, which is to defend the American people from foreign attack. He won't acknowledge the foreign attack. Talking to Gordon Chang, find him on Twitter, Gordon G. Chang, C-H-A-N-G, author of The Coming Collapse of China and the Great U.S.-China Tech War. 
This brings us into a conversation about COVID. And of course, we saw the energy department saying low confidence, which doesn't mean they don't believe it. It's actually a massive step up from what they were saying before. We saw Christopher Ray of the FBI say it is highly likely this leaked from a lab, yet we have people saying that to say so is, of course, nonsensical. You have no proof of this. I'm one of the people who states I think it clearly leaked from a lab based on what we know, but wasn't necessarily purposely leaked as a bit of bioweapon. In your view, a man who studies this more than I do, was COVID a bioweapon? In, 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 I mean, the, it, it sounds madness, but it is a serious question. The answer, the answer is yes. Um, we know that it leaked from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. We don't know whether it was engineered or whether it was a stored pathogen. Um, and that's a long discussion. Um, but there's one thing that we know 100%, Tony. 100% we know that once this disease got out into the Chinese population, however it happened, Chinese leaders decided that they were going to spread it beyond their borders. We know that they lied about contagiousness for at least three weeks in January 2020, right. maybe even longer. And then while they were locking down their own country, uh, and lockdowns are controversial, but by locking down their own country, they thought that this was an effective way to stop disease. While they were locking down their own country, they were pressuring other countries to take arrivals from China without travel restrictions. So the argument is, and it becomes, it becomes a much more duplicitous conversation, because at the first it's like, no, they didn't release it to attack the world. But once it was leaked, not only did they not do anything to stop it, they worked to protect themselves while hurting others. That's the argument. And they lied to others so they wouldn't protect themselves. They told, for instance, um, the World Health Organization, they told uh, Robert Redfield, who was then the head of our CDC, right. that this was not transmissible. They knew it was highly contagious. What, is, what could have been the possible purpose of doing that? That's to make sure the U.S. did not protect itself. So this is murder. That's 1,120,000 Americans that have died from this disease, according to Johns Hopkins. Now, we can argue about the number, but anything over zero is too many. Uh, before I, I let you go, sir, I only got about 45 seconds uh, left. Um, is there any level of bipartisanship that comes with this new committee on China to actually deal with the threat that is China? Um, we see bipartisan awareness of the problem. Um, when we see them actually start to produce legislation, that's when we'll know. I think that there will be, but, um, you know, at this point, um, I, we just have to see. Gordon Chang, author of the book, The Coming Collapse of China. You can find that wherever fine books are sold on Twitter. Gordon G. Chang, C-H-A-N-G, sir. Always a pleasure. I Thank appreciate you, so you taking the time. It's been a busy traffic day. We'll have more from CPAC courtesy of Relay Indiana at noon.